Hello and welcome to Doc to Me. My name is Heather. And I'm Kathleen. And this week we will be continuing and finishing with Lula Rich. Because I can't do another. Lula Rue. <laughs> I can't do another episode on this. So this third episode, they really focus on the cult dynamic of it. Mark and Deanne are cult leaders. They really are. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, they knew all the key words to use. the and, cult of leggings. Yeah, they used the correct keywords to get these people to fall in line, and they constantly creating mottos for motivation, and they are absolute celebrities to these people. It's insane seeing all these women all over Mark at, like, that pool where he's just shirtless. It's weird. This is a middle-aged white dude. He At the far end of middle age. Yeah, like, he looks like, he looks like a Mormon grandpa. <laughs> and he looks like the guys who used to try to pick me up at bars. Oh, God. Like, dude, I'm not going home with you. Ever. Sorry, I'm not going to go hang out with somebody who looks the same age as my dad. I'm good. Like, how poor do you think my self-esteem is? <laughs> God. Not even in another 30 years. No. Oof. Yeah, he looks like the classic middle-aged white dude. And even in the live videos, they're basically telling these women to sell, sell, sell. And if someone isn't interested, then it's not for them. So basically, tell our message, and if it doesn't work, you can move on. Some people it's have brains. Basically, let's not waste time trying to get people into this cult if they're not interested. And controlling these women with what they wore, how they looked, and their weight. Don't that want fatties stretching out these clothes. And then we get to Mark spouting off lines from the Book of Mormon and comparing himself to Joseph Smith. Gotta love religion being shoved down your throat. But it's okay. They're blessing lives. <laughs> I just... Oof. This whole thing was just a shit show. Becca Peters pops in and she's a breath of fresh air. She's on the outside looking in, and she's noticing things with this company are a little off. She was an investigative reporter, or... Yeah, or like a journal... Journal? I don't know. Like a journalist or something. She was some she's kind of, researching like, into yeah. this company. And she does not like when people are wrong on the internet, okay? <laughs> I loved her. And I can get behind that. This company is all about empowering women, but then when you look into the messages a little more, it's constantly saying that you're a stay-at-home mom and you need to sell clothes for this company so you can make money to give to your husband to contribute. So you're a stay-at-home mom who does nothing all day, but you don't want to get a real job, so do this. I'm a stay-at-home mom and I'm constantly busy. I've got a toddler to take care of and then I feel like I'm constantly cleaning the house. The only rest I get is sitting down and watching these films and even then I'm taking notes and doing laundry in the background. I don't I am know how. Not a stay-at-home mom, but I did try it for three months, and I quit that shit real fast. <laughs> I cannot do it. Oh uh, my god! I have only the highest of just you go, girl. I can't. <laughs> I cannot. I do not want to spend 
that much time with my children. I love the shit out of them. <laughs> I really do. Oh, I absolutely love when it's nap time. <laughs> I, I love them, but I need some personal, like, social me time, okay? Oh, I can't even go to the bathroom without him, like, busting in, yelling at me, and then closing the door. <laughs> I mean, I still can't do that, but at least when I'm at work, no one busts through the door and asks me to open fruit snacks. <laughs> And then throws the fruit snacks down and yells at the dog for eating the fruit snacks. That's oh. what I do. With. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I can't imagine doing all that and then still having to go and sell clothes. Well, and especially like, really don't want to do it. But they're I couldn't imagine because... doing that with like seven or 14 kids. Like some of the like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. You have your own fucking like baseball team and you're just but, like. So, so they're doing like these backhanded things that are like demeaning to women who are stay-at-home moms so it's not empowering women it's saying you're doing that but really you're just sort of preaching mormon teachings you need to stay at home but also support your husband because he does so much you're not equals and you need to respect him otherwise it's going to be real awkward in the end times when you're both stuck on a planet together isn't that what it is Is i don't know it's been a while since I've seen Book of Mormon, so I am not quite... I didn't grow up religious to begin with, so <laughs> all I, of this is... I did not either, um, so I have no it's idea. It's so weird how much alike we are. We were just like two or three blocks away from each other <laughs> growing up. I know. We missed out on a lot of our formative troublemaking <laughs> years. God, Heather, we could have been like getting drunk and high together as teenagers. Instead of as an adult bitching <laughs> about our kids. <laughs> so these people are so full of shit. Mark is all about how his wife went out on the road and sold all these skirts to, shirts, ugh, skirts to get started. But I looked it up. Somebody who grew up in the local town said she just sold them at swap meets. <laughs> so it's not. Yeah, she was talking about she was selling them in like three states or something <laughs> like that. Like. Which is like Utah and Vegas. I don't know. She was just like doing all these parties and blah, Yeah, someone said she just sold them at swap meets. That makes more sense. <laughs> like local ones. So I guess technically she had to get on a road to get there. She did some driving. But she's not necessarily smashing through the glass ceiling as he makes it out to be. But Deanne tries to defend herself by saying she's all about feminism and her mom wrote a book about it. Except they show a cover of the book, and I'm pretty sure it was written by her mom and her dad. It was definitely a man's name on it. Yeah, and it was basically about, like... Yeah, nothing says feminism book, like one co-authored by a man. And some of the advice advice from the book was to spend five minutes on your knees a day pleasing your husband, and then he'll be happy and let you buy whatever you want submissive girl power i want to know what kind of blowjobs these women are giving that your husband is like letting you buy whatever you want because i can't picture them even giving (laughs) blowjobs they won't show their arms they wear like those spaghetti tank tops over long sleeve shirts it's really bizarre (laughs) so there was one teacher or whatever for a seminar that they showed who gave a speech about how he gave his wife five thousand dollars of his money and now she's making all the money for herself, but she needs to treat it as their money. 
So the money you gave her for the startup is your money. money yeah. But any but money, now any she, money she, she brings in that's has to be shared. Our sunlight? Yes. And the woman in the the women in the audience are just nodding their head and going along with They're it. They're like, Hell yeah. Yeah. Like, no bitch, that is not like feminism, that is not women empowerment, like No. And then this company gets to the point where they're telling husbands they need to quit their jobs and help their wives with the selling, which sounds like they're trying to get these couples to work together and make them more dependent on the company. Absolutely. Like kind of how cults do, where they cut off your family support. Exactly. So you're focused solely they on them. They take all of your money. And cut you off and from everything. And cut you off from everything. That's what we call an abusive relationship. Well, and they have the one guy on who's kind of like an expert in cults or something. I'm like, I don't need you to tell me this is a cult. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I'm very aware of what they're doing. So what do you do next when you're empowering women? You slyly tell them they're fat and give them the number to your doctor in Tijuana for weight loss surgery. Total girl boss vibes from Deanne. These, they're so disgusting. The she was a boss babe and she was helping those other women be better boss babes by getting rid of all that fat. And also like, have we not learned that you should not be like going to Tijuana for any kind of surgery that's no. elective, like just, no, like when you're trying to get like cement fillers. <laughs> so at this point, if you're not making any money, it's because you're a failure. It's all your fault. You must not be working hard enough, and it has nothing to do with the fact that anyone with five thousand dollars can join, and there's a ton of other women to compete with. Every time they show the counter of like how many like retailers they had. Mm-hmm. I was just like, holy fuck, like you have oversaturated the market. You cannot, when you've got like 20 different people in your little tiny town selling the shit. Especially because the people most affected, affected by MLM scams are like stay-at-home moms in rural towns. Right. Lower income. Yeah. So it's these small towns where if everybody's doing it, there's nobody to buy from. It's, yeah, it's, if you're not in it from the beginning, you're fucked. You gotta be at the top of the pyramid, guys. Yeah, that's how pyramid schemes work. So, according to the company's income disclosure statement, in 2015, the average annual commission earned from downline distributors was $85. That is insane. That's really sad. So, by 2016, it all starts to crash. Surprise, surprise. One of the top-tier women in this, Roberta, says she ordered a box of new merchandise and out of one bag, because each item was in a bag... One of the bags with leggings was soaking wet. LuLaRoe told her, oh, that's weird. Must have been UPS. Those UPS workers. <laughs> they were pissing <clears throat> in the bag. They love opening boxes, taking out one package, <laughs> filling it with water, putting it back in the box, packaging it up all nice. It's a prank. UPS is clearly hiring the Skinwalker Ranch <laughs> trickster ghost. It's, <laughs> it's those tricksters. A couple weeks later, she gets another box, and when she opens it, she's hit with a wave of stench. She goes to fill out a refund ticket, and strangely enough, one of the options is for stinky Stinky leggings. leggings. (laughs) We've all seen that option. We've gone to Walmart to return something, and the first thing you ask is, is it stinky? (laughs) You hear that all the time. You have to go, no, it's just the wrong size. So stupid. So it turns out LuLaRoe's building was just too 
big to hold, or no, their building was too small to hold all this stuff. So they've had it sitting outside. In the parking lot. <laughs> where the unpredictable weather is. So all this shit's getting rained on and getting and moldy. moldy. <laughs> like, and they're still sending it out to people, expecting them to sell it. Like, if you are storing your merchandise in the parking lot of your headquarters... Kathleen, you if you were a real girl boss and truly believed in the product, you'd be able to sell it. Who's buying fucking mold leggings? Designers are so rushed to create new prints that they're just slightly changing old designs or just straight up not thinking about how this stuff's going to print out. Which or leads stealing to, shit from the internet. Or leads to artistic vaginas. <laughs> I really this liked is the how hamburger I one. was introduced to the company. I didn't know anything about it until I stumbled onto a subreddit or something where it was just all these pictures of how prints would come out wrong. And so the way they'd be sewn in the crotch region. The one with the giant dick on it. Yeah. <laughs> I loved that one. So yeah, it would be just people posting their leggings that would have unfortunate placing on the crotchal region. <laughs> and they've clearly changed production manufacturers or something because now the leggings just rip as soon as you pull them up. They're so They're thin. They're not buttery you could soft anymore. Your fingers straight through the fabric and it would rip like tissue paper. It's your most like high ticket item and you're going to cheap out on it. Yeah. They said it was they changed the production of it. I don't know. To make it stronger or something. Mm. I don't know, but it did not work. Yeah, it was no longer buttery soft. And... No. But you can't say anything negative about LuLaRoe, so these women are just encouraged to keep buying more stock and just sell the defective items at a discount. Can you imagine a big box store buying defective items and then just selling it at a loss? Uh, no, absolutely not. No. Because that's not how it operates. Mm -mm. Although, I probably would have spent a little bit of money for some leggings that look like a dick. <laughs> yeah, I, that's the problem, though. We would love these. The hamburger <laughs> vagina-looking ones. We're we the market. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're horrible people. So, you want to empower women, but ignore them when they're complaining about your poor service. Let's bring well, in a horrible a motivation speech. Other people are facing the same problem as you, and you don't hear them whining about it. What the actual fuck? You hear about other women with abusive husbands, but you don't see them doing anything about it, is basically what they are saying. This is absolutely, like, the whole business They're was just an abusive relationship. Gaslighting like, these people. Yeah. Who's uh, telling them, no, there's nothing wrong with the fabric, and when clearly there is. So at this point, the nephew Sam quits. And the family immediately shuts them out. They send a cease and, cease and desist letter to a family member just because he wanted to jump ship as soon as possible. Well, didn't they sit, like drop some allegations that he yeah, was no, like... Not only do they cut him out of the family, they spread rumors that he was fired for being inappropriate with women. <laughs> Normally, you want to believe that stuff, but seeing how much and how often Mark and Deanne just lie about stuff like I want to believe this guy I'm not saying he's great I read some things online and they talk about some things further in here but nothing I've heard has been related to sexual assault or inappropriate behavior this is the only time something like that is mentioned 
Yeah, I mean, I could buy that, like, maybe he was having, like, relationships with, like, the retailers or something. I don't know, but I, I think that it was all just kind of, like, them trying to make him as look as bad as possible just mm-hmm. because he had escaped the cult. Yep. And LuLaRoe is all about women and empowering them to change their lives and take care of their families. One thing they forgot about was how much women love to gossip and talk shit. So here comes all these Facebook groups where women would go on to post about defective items and how shitty this company was being, which you gotta love. Oh, I love being able to, like, shit talk things. Oh, yeah. And I also love that this third episode ends with Lula Rose saying their leggings are not, leggings are not defective. Which, dude. I'm looking at them. They're ripped. That's like that a ship, defective. It's a ship going down with the captain. The captain's like, no, there's nothing wrong. <laughs> Just acknowledge the problem and give some BS about how you're working on it. Give them 5% discount on a future order. Just something. But to say there's nothing wrong. They are perfect. Right. They're not seeing rips. It's your imagination. <laughs> That's not a hamburger vagina. You have a dirty mind. <laughs> So in 2017, LuLaRoe decides to change their bonus checks for the higher tier people. Now you don't get money based on what the people below you buy. You get money based on what they sell, which now you're really fucking with people. Well, and they did that because they decided they needed to get away from the pyramid scheme. (laughs) we'll get to that. (laughs) Yeah, he even says, we're not a pyramid scheme. So we're changing this so that we're not a pyramid scheme. <laughs> I was like, uh. Do you listen to yourself? So now the money who were, the people who are actually making money off of this are making at most half of what they were previously bringing in. So when you're pissing people off, the best way to handle it is to piss them off some more. They developed a new policy that if you want out of the company, send back all your stuff and you'll get 100% back no expiration on this which begins the mass exodus as several of the women said unfortunately this brought in other new women because they saw this as a can't lose thing you can throw money at it and if it doesn't work you'll get your yeah, money back it's back. not a big deal except they ended the buyback program after a few months they won't take back seasonal it had to be an original packaging with the tags and anyone higher up on the chain wouldn't receive any refund until the bonus checks had been returned. And you're only going to get back 90% now. Some bullshit. So now the light is finally shining, and these women who have been in for years are just dealing with the debt rather than keep going on with this bullshit. Except for Deanne. She, she doesn't know what happened. She doesn't need the negativity. It's unnecessary. Yeah. Some Sometimes your cult just fails, and it just, you know... But it's okay, because we're bringing on the lady lawyers. You go, girl. You can't say you're going to give 100% on return merchandise, approve it for people, and then go, never mind, we're not going to do that anymore. That's breach of contract. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so lady lawyer Kelly Percaro starts the process for a class action suit. And there are several other lawsuits over the quality of the leggings, straight up copyright infringement for the designs, and the dumbest one being the manufacturers not getting paid. Yeah. And then them saying, like, no, we don't owe you money. You, you owe, owe us, us money. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what the fuck? 
Medeir was their main manufacturer, and in fact, the owner was friends with Mark. And Dum Dum Mark decided to just not pay McDyer, so of course his buddy, the owner of the company, let some interesting facts out about his dear friend Mark. Looks like somebody was hiding money in shell companies. Not surprised. No. So Lula Rogue countersues Medeir. And then let's go back to Sam. He's been busy. He reaches out to some of the women who had left and gives them a great opportunity. Invest in my marijuana business. You can put down 30000 and you'll get back 90000 Can't give you any guarantee. They just get out of this. Why, why would you think they would fall for it again? <laughs> Turns out there wasn't a pot farm. No, and he sent out a stolen image from Google, which the of money, and the woman just went, searched it, did a reverse Google image search, and it was right there. Was she the one who told the FBI about it? I bet so. <laughs> Because pretty soon after, he's arrested. <laughs> so don't try to scam people who just got out of a scam. I mean, don't scam anyone ever, but especially people who are already aware of how scams can happen. So Sam gets in trouble for starting a fucking Ponzi scheme. This movie is basically like Oprah. Just, you get a scam, and you get a scam. Everybody gets a scam. So summer of 2018... LuLaRoe is facing over 20 lawsuits, which you gotta love. And not only do they go forward with a summer convention, they get Kelly Clarkson. I love that the like customer service guy is like, I liked Kelly Clarkson. I love that one song, but I just, I can't listen to Kelly Clarkson anymore because of them. And I'm just like, oh my God. This company got this poor man to boycott Kelly Clarkson. I know. Daryl's such a sweet-looking guy. So they can't pay anybody their money, but they can afford Kelly Clarkson. And shit really hits the fan when Do in... Do you think she's, like, as much money as, as Kylie... Uh, Katie Perry, as no. Katie Perry. Okay, that's... Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, they, they declined a little bit. Like, they, co- they couldn't afford Katie Perry again. But, you know... The slightly cheaper Kelly Clarkson. Hey, she was an American Idol. (laughs) So shit really hits the fan when in January, Jerry, Jerry 2019, (laughs) January 2019, Washington State files a civil lawsuit for operating as a pyramid scheme, allegedly. And they talk to Deanne and Mark to get their take on it, and they just laugh it off. I love in all of the recordings from the court proceedings. Yeah, the depositions. Yes, all of the, like, they would ask a question, and I love how everyone's response 90% of the time was, I don't recall. Deanne didn't even know the address of the company. <laughs> she really didn't. I'm just like, what the fuck? They didn't have any part in Like, they the were depositions just videos just peppered through this are. They're so great. These people are just... Okay, but I also want to say, like, anytime you are asked a question in court and you say, I don't recall, and it's several times to every question, it's because you're fucking guilty as fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't recall because I don't want to incriminate myself. What's the address of the company? I don't recall. How do you not know? (laughs) You're fucking paying the bills for it. That is insane. So, according to the depositions, um, Deanne is the president of the company. The company she doesn't know the address to. 
Mark is CEO and Kenny is vice president of sales. And it's so weird. They have no idea how this company works. They run the company, but suddenly they have amnesia after all these years. <laughs> they don't recall. The best is Jordan Brady, who is head of leadership and culture, whatever that bullshit is. <laughs> Says in his deposition that he doesn't know what a pyramid scheme is, which is great because he was the one in the earlier video that Saying said, we need to get away from being a pyramid scheme. Yeah, saying <laughs> we're not a pyramid scheme, but we need to get away from being a pyramid scheme. It's like, um, we have video evidence and then of he this. Admits he saw that video before being deposed. I don't recall. <laughs> and they're like, didn't you review this? Yeah. Okay, but you don't know what a pyramid scheme is? Okay. According to Mark and Deanne, he's a fun guy and just misspoke. <laughs> I accidentally claim to be a pyramid scheme all the time when I'm talking about things. Yeah, it's and then just, say you don't know what yeah. one is. Yeah, the depositions are just so fun to watch. They ask Mark to explain how his company is different from an MLM, and then he just describes an MLM. <laughs> yeah. And he keeps talking about how like they're not a pyramid scheme or an MLM because like they have product that's desirable it's like uh okay like that doesn't fucking matter that's still an mlm just because your shit happens to be decent for some people like that doesn't make it not what that is <laughs> so as this is falling apart lularoe has asked their sellers or retailers whatever you want to call them that we're still in to write down 50 names of people they could recruit which is what the fucking mormon church does they ask you to write down 10 people and then you go to their house try to bring them in that's why if you go to somebody's house they randomly have like a book of mormon it's because one of their friends came over and was trying to get them in i just don't answer my door to these people <laughs> that's why we have cameras now so we don't Shh, have to answer the door pretend we're not home hey we got a package at the door i know i'm looking at the camera but the driver's still parked out there oh yeah i don't want to open my door for that shit so then the attorney general for Washington discovers that the top two mentors each made over $2 million in bonuses during three years. That is fucking insane. And they're broke now. Like, yeah. what the fuck? They're making this money because the money is in recruiting. It's not in selling. So how do you legally run an MLM? You have to have a buyback policy. People should only need to buy more inventory inventory when they sell 70% of it, not just when they get shitty stuff, buy more. And you need to have at least 10 different customers, not just reps that are also trying to sell. Which, yes, LuLaRoe eventually tried to follow that, but for all these years before... Yeah, they weren't doing that. No, they didn't do that. It wasn't until people started looking into it. But regardless, the government's not going to take anyone down for this unless you fuck with government money, like tax evasion and... Of course not. Yeah. So LuLaRoe is still operating to this day. Any of the lawsuits, you just settle, so you're only losing a little bit of money. So they're still doing fine. They've destroyed people, and all they ever get, though, is just a slap on the wrist. Meanwhile, since 2016, over 100 LuLaRoe retailers have filed for bankruptcy and doesn't at all mention how many families it's split apart. Yeah, there were several divorces. Yeah. So at the that end That one of lady that was like, my husband won't quit his job to do this. And she's yeah. like, well, maybe you need a new husband. Yeah. That's insane. It's like, that's not how marriages work. 
So at the end of this, our boy Daryl gets fucking dark. He wants his wish is for everyone to gather together at a Mexican restaurant that overlooks the LuLaRoe home office. Don't forget his drink of choice. Eat, drink, and watch the repo men tear apart the home office while Mark and Deanne are crying on the floor with federal agents nearby. <laughs> Didn't he tell what his drink of choice was? I think he said a vodka cranberry. Yes. Yeah, I love him. <laughs> Daryl's great. He also has a quote from Star Trek, so he's my kind of guy. He's a cool dude. I want to see him in the leggings. I know. <laughs> I don't think the men wear the clothes. That's what I wanted to know. February 2021, LuLaRoe settled the Washington State case for $4.75 million. That's it. And they have to change their refund policy, so nothing happened. They're still worth over $2 billion, even after over 50 lawsuits. But don't worry, they slashed the cost of the startup by 90% to attract new people. Just ignore their F rating with the Better Business Bureau. <laughs> That's pretty shitty. So some of the things missing in this documentary, they just only slightly mentioned the sales tax thing. So they were charging sale tax on items in states that don't require tax on clothing. Oh, shit. They just kind of mentioned something weird with the tax stuff, but didn't get into it. That was all that was. Um, this one's rough. In January 2018, the National Down Syndrome Society, a charity that had previously worked with LuLaRoe, ended its relationship with the company after a top distributor mocked people with mental disabilities during a live stream sale. The NDSS requested that LuLaRoe sever ties with the distributor, but LuLaRoe declined, stating that they accepted the distributor's apology. Mm, doesn't really matter if you accept it. <laughs> it's kind of... Up to the other people who've been offended if they accept it. Yeah. So I wish they got into more of exploring the supply manufacturer and how those workers are most likely being fucked over as well. Considering the undoing of the company was because of the quality went downhill. I wish they would have explored more of what that was. I feel like it was probably a lot like Firefest where like the low level workers just didn't get paid and lost out like, I wish everything. they would have looked into that like what happened for the quality to go down why aren't they buttery soft anymore <laughs> I just thought buttery soft didn't she still work there selling I, I no think, I think it was another woman yeah still yeah I want to say one of the women was like still in the cult and yeah that's insane and one had lost her house and only sees her kids like every other week or whatever mm-hmm. and when she doesn't have her kids she eats cheese and crackers to save money that's so crazy yeah it was absolutely appalling and she went and got like weight loss surgery because of deanne mm-hmm. and then almost like died because yeah, of almost it almost died like fucking insane um i wish they would have like gone into more of the <clears throat> women of color or the people at the bottom of LuLaRoe and how it affected their lives. Yeah, all they these, showed like, all the high tier women. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, you had money and then you lost it. What about the women who didn't even get any money out of this? Yeah, I wanted I wanted more of like the underdog story. Yeah, like, like, those women like how it affected dude, their lives. I don't have any sympathy if you're making $40,000 a month and you like blew it all. Yeah, cuz this is basically like just interviewing all these white women who are at the top of the chain. Like, I don't give a shit. 
they were paying for nannies to take care of their kids so they could sell clothes. Yeah, I want to hear about like the, the ones mom. who can't even afford childcare <laughs> so they could sell clothes. Um, it would have been a great opportunity to showcase how MLMs affect lower income families and women of color and how they're preyed upon. It's just frustrating how much more they could have explored with this. Oh, absolutely. So I just want to leave you with a quote from Lachey directed to Deanne. Remember, you started in the trunk of your car, so you never forget you were just selling skirts, sweetheart. And now look at you. So the least you could do is show the people that put you where you are some respect. I love her. Now she is a boss bitch. She's a boss bitch. She joined the movement. I just love her. Is there anything else you want to add? Again, don't get suckered in. (laughs) Just don't. Say no to MLMs. Mm -hmm. I don't care what the government says. They're all fucking pyramid schemes. Yes. All of them. Just... Just say no. And if you do get sucked in, leave everyone alone about it. <laughs> don't bother us about it. Yeah, don't don't at me, okay? Like, just no. Don't try to sell me anything. Exactly. Except for you. You're my cookie dealer. I <laughs> do have the sweet, sweet hookup. Yeah, don't, don't show up at my front door. Don't message me. Don't text me and be like, hey, we haven't talked in a long time. But there's a fucking reason we haven't yeah. talked in a long time. Do not sell me any of your shit. That's like high school reunions. I'm like, I'm not going. Why would I go? I haven't talked to any of you in 10 years. (laughs) There's a reason. I don't care what you've been up to. Anybody I care about, I still talk to. (laughs) So many of the kids I went to school with just suckered into that MLM stuff. Mm -hmm. So it was a hilarious documentary. It was sad, but hilarious. It was sad. It was sad. but And I really hate mark and deanne yeah they really are the villains in all of this Mm -hmm. and they don't care yeah they really don't so (sighs) just be careful guys (laughs) but let us know if you're interested in us starting a patreon (laughs) oh hell yeah we'll totally do some weird ass shit i watch forensic fires or files or ghost adventures or (laughs) just random shit watch old episodes of mtv next (laughs) (laughs) next room raiders i don't give a fuck she really loves starburst (laughs) next (laughs) it's quality television (sighs) we can watch jackass oh we already did that but yeah (laughs) we can never watch it too many times well we will talk to you next week with another amazing documentary i'm sure we haven't even decided, have we? No, we haven't. <laughs> oh, we may have to do the jinx. I could do, I could stand another murder, especially now that, like, the trials, you know. Oh, that's several murders. Okay, so yeah, we'll be back next <laughs> week with the jinx. All right, bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Doc to Me. The opening music is by Twisterium. For comments or suggestions, we can be reached by email at doctomepod at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at Doctomepod and find our Facebook group, Doctomepodcast. Thank you.